I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to episode 509 of This Week in League. What the fuck are you laughing at? And I'm Jay. Introduce yourself, you rude cunt. I'm Glenn. What the fuck are you laughing at? I'm just, I'm just laughing because we've just had a fucking five minute conversation <laughs> about your fucking last twenty four hours, Glenny. Now, look, look. Everyone's had a big week. I mean, like obviously, stepdad. You know, he's got the, you know, the new, the new baby over the last couple of days. Like me, like I mean, I, I went to watch Super Mario Brothers today. We all had fucking big weeks. Now, you though. Fuck our, our petty shit. You, <laughs> this week, oh, the last 24 hours. God, I've been not looking forward to recording this podcast tonight, but here I okay, am. I okay, 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 let me, all right, now let me just preface this by asking you a question. Did you or did you not have Regrets a about coming list back to of, this show, yes. Yeah, well, well, yeah, well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, and I, and I hope that we've lived up to them, but did, did you or did you not? Have like a bucket list ticking last twenty four hours. I did. Well, there you go, motherfucker. Now explain yourself to the people so they understand what happened. Well, a huge amount of credit has to go to Aaron Ma, who is already knew that that guy was in the upper upper echelon of of quality human beings, but uh, he took it upon himself to hook me up with a VIP pass to. Sound check to see, as one or two of you may be aware, uh, Counting Crows, my favourite band, um, and uh, I was obviously heading down. It's almost for the as concert. big a meme as the West Tigers. Very <laughs> <in that. laughs> yeah, the show is honestly like really. This show is fucking nothing without me. Can you like what? What the fuck were you cunts doing for six years? Well, well, what we were you're doing? The, what you're we were talking doing, about fucking jerking well, off no, in kayaks and oh, yeah. Well, step, well, yeah. Well, stepdad was going through his Tinder years. That's it. So, there was, so let me tell you, it was a different tone to the show, but it was bountiful for content. <laughs> I destroyed we a family of, for this show, Glenn. What have you done? We weren't, sure, we weren't short of a length for episodes. Really. Don't, don't realized, realized how not to do families. <laughs> Thanks very much for the lesson. <laughs> oh fuck it all! But um, so anyway, you you were going you were going down you were going. Down I was to going see, down um, anyway. So yes, County Crows in Melbourne. Stayed in uh, stayed in St Kilda. Uh, the concert was at the Palais Theatre. I mean, we were going down anyway. Um, Aaron sent me a message recently asking. He said heard on the show which is ironic because apparently Nate reckons I didn't say anything to him about the show, yet someone It must have been when you guys were talking early the other day, like when I was late. Oh, okay. Maybe. That's my theory because I honestly didn't didn't yeah. know. And, um, you know, said uh, he said, oh, have you got VIP tickets? And I said, 
mate, I'm just a, I'm just a lowly small business owner. Can't spring for this VIP shit. I'm just just happy to be a part of it. Um, and he uh, he obviously went away and and pulled some strings. And I get a message yesterday morning saying, uh, "Are you guys in Melbourne?" And we were sitting at uh, sitting at the airport. This is before we realised that our our flight was then delayed by an hour. So we're like, oh yeah, we've got heaps of time. We'll, we'll be we'll be sweet. Um, yeah, sound check was uh, doors open at three thirty. He hooked us up with, um, as I said, VIP passes. We got uh, a signed uh, music sheet, uh, a little like a bag and a, some some other paraphernalia. What do you mean? What do you mean by a music sheet? Like set list or no? Not a set list. Like. It's printed and then it's signed by the band, like right. like like other bands that have created songs that they've ripped off, or them. Was I, it the music? To, <laughs> was it the music to to um to Big Yellow Taxi? You know, you know was why it, I, asked Nate, with, I asked Nate. I asked Nate why he's Mitchell? the way he is. Right? It's because it truly <laughs> intrigues me. I know why you are the way you are. <laughs> Doesn't make it right though. <laughs> Oh fuck! So, anyway, we jumped in a, a cab, hightailed it there, made it. Um, sound check went for longer than they were expecting because I honestly got there thinking, oh, we might see them for five minutes if at all. But um, no, it went on uh, a lot longer than expected, which was great. So, how many uh, people were there? Like, as in, as in people who were like spectating? Uh, probably sixty, sixty or so. Right. Fifty or sixty? Did you expect me to say just us? No, no. I was just, I was just curious, like mm. as, as to you know, like that's a pretty good fucking turn. Because if there's though, a decent yeah. number of people, then yeah, I mean, they would you know sort of almost put yeah. a second show on for yeah. you know for the diehards. But yeah, like, they, especially did it smell like a, a truly? Wednesday. <laughs> no, I did not. Like, I if you'd have asked me, I wouldn't have thought sixty people would show up on a Wednesday to see a Joni Mitchell cover band. Again, I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> that band from the soundtrack of Sh- of Shrek. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not Smash Mouth. The other one. <laughs> no, I, Smash Mouth are awesome. Like you'd pay. Like that's one that you would actually say to people. I have seen Smash Mouth. <laughs> like they've got that kick factor. <laughs> like, what do Counting Crows know except for steal songs and appropriate cultures? Did they sing the All Star song? Um, in case, just for the people who thought they were going to see, <laughs> see Smash Mouth. <laughs> hey, now you're a taxi. Be yellow. Go. <laughs> ah, you guys are awesome. Oh, anyway, this is, fuck. This is champagne fucking content. Right <laughs> this is a gold. This is the golden age of the fucking show. This new, is new listeners. I do assure Savor. you, we will get to the football in due course. Oh, I don't even care. Let's talk about this for half an hour more. <laughs> but yeah, no, Aaron. Aaron is an absolute legend, and he's hooked up people like absolute legend of like of Pool Nation as well. Because yeah. if like when he's when he's working like Sydney Kings games and stuff like that, you know. He sees someone in like a, a twill hoodie or you know whatever, yeah, and he'll you know he'll hook them up for like the half the half court shot at, yeah. at the break and you know, are, are you like ready? That. Are you ready to tap out, Clint? <laughs> no, my my <laughs> sister is not going to fill in and listen to you, dickheads. No, she's looking for a phone. Is it that difficult? There we go. We got it. Sweet. How come her phone doesn't buzz on the microphone like yours? <laughs> <are>? <laughs> 
She's better at it than you are already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, this is fun, guys. This is fun. <laughs> Even you motherfuckers, the greatest buzzkills in the history of buzzkills, cannot harsh my fucking buzz. Cause... Did, you get, did you get to meet him? No. So there wasn't a meet and greet portion? No, of the, the... it wasn't that, no. Right. Um, but just just that, just being there for soundcheck and seeing them, you know, I don't know, pretty casual and laid back about the whole thing rather than just purely performing and it was yep. it was very cool. And the concert itself, <laughs> I will say, the stairs at the Palais Theatre, because the tickets we had were up in the, the dress circle area up, to, up yeah. top, Fuck me, it's steep. Like, I've been doing a fair bit of touch football, a bit extra and, and walking and exercise. Hardly. Bucket fuck. list moments, and he's complaining about the stairs. Well, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go into cardiac arrest here. I mean, what a way to go. But, like. <laughs> Accidentally in heart failure. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Um, but I've, I've seen them, I don't know, probably six or eight times over many years, and. and They've never played Mr. Jones. I've never seen Mr. Jones played live in person before, what? and they played it last night. Wait hey, a minute. You've seen them how many where, times? So, six where are these times? Six, eight times? So where have you seen these are shows where they're headlining? Sorry? Or are they yeah, festivals? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, like and, actually... they and they haven't played Mr. Jones? No, because the, the thing was, obviously, when they blew up back in, you know, yes, it was a long time ago. Um, yeah, they, they he didn't play it for a long time. Like, you know. Some people grow to hate their fucking songs that make them famous. Some people Conversely, you could say that is, you know, people don't, you know, they forget where their fucking bread was buttered. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly they've remembered because they played it last night. And um, they also played Big Yellow Taxi, you'll be happy to hear. Oh, well, I mean, it's their second biggest song. <laughs> well, yeah. It probably it's is. It, numerically speaking, it probably is, you know. It would be, yeah. yeah. And be no one can name the third. I can, well, I can Shrek name one. them all. The one in Shrek. What is it, Glenn? What's the third? Well, Nate's already said it. He's, he's stolen my thunder. Oh. They would have. They won an Oscar for that shit. What? The, it's what? like, hey, now you're an all star. That's one, right? <laughs> it's just very ignorant. As a man, that's oh no, it's that believer music, that, the believer song. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, how good is Smash Mouth? <laughs> And then I saw a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a glanny. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Halfway up the stairs. <laughs> oh, it's like I'm back in the fucking dress circle looking over at the fucking store with a couple of Muppets in it. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, you guys are great. Um, anyway, thank you, Aaron. I fucking love you. Yeah, yeah, he never says that to us though. I don't know why. No, I'll yeah, <laughs> give you some reasons. <laughs> Look, let's 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 take the spotlight away, Glenny. Thank you for sharing, and it is awesome. I know how much you love him, so I know how much of a big deal it was. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, it was. So it, it is fucking awesome, massive. and 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 Aaron is a fucking king, one of the kings. In and our, can in I our can community. I say can I say has fucking like never asked for clout, never fucking you know does the Billy Slater. Like not not even grabs a photo with the people and nah. puts it on the Twitter. And, you know, I was I was yep. pleased to hook up this person today. Yeah, yeah. Like so, doesn't ask for shit. To your point, right? I said to him, "There, there is no. I cannot think of a way that I could ever pay you back for this." And I yeah. thank you from the bottom of my heart. 
right? It. I know it means fuck all to you guys, but to me, that was that's massive. Okay, but do you know what he said? He goes, "Oh, you've given." I suppose me- the fucks out of the question. <laughs> no, Is that what he, he didn't. The man's got. The man's got taste. Come on. Now. <laughs> he probably went and fucking flicked his <laughs> flicked his big toe and fucking just <laughs> simulated the experience. But he um. He said, oh, no, you've given me so many laughs over the years. I'm like, really? That is the same as a VIP hookup for my favourite band ever. <laughs> no, mate. Well, no, it's so not. <laughs> well, what all you've done now is undone every nice thing we've said about him because now it's just come out that he is a self-serving piece of shit and all he did was give this to you because he knew the treatment you'd get when you get back on the show. <laughs> So good. That is like that. That is like Mr. Beast level of fucking content generation there from uh, from Mr. Mar. Love it. Right. Oh my god. Um. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so let's take the spotlight and the blowtorch away from you, Glenny. And uh, move on to the, for and, how long? When did the Tigers move play on to, on Monday, Move on to the mean? world. Move, move to the world of rugby league. And let's talk about the West Tigers Anzac jersey. <laughs> I wish my plane home crashed. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Not the flight down because <laughs> yesterday was fucking amazing. This shit right here is not. <laughs> so the um, the West the West Tigers, as many sides do, they 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 release the and, and announce their their Anzac Day commemorative jerseys. You know, coming up to you know for use, obviously over sort of the Anzac Day weekend. <sighs> Closest to the to the uh, the round of footy where it's being played. I can't remember what round it is. Um, the West Tigers released their jersey, and look, when you look at it on first glance, you're like, well, you know, it's a West Tigers jersey. It's orangey. It's got army man stuff on it. Like, you know, these jerseys are generally speaking army man fucking AIDS. Like, I mean, they're not. There's there's very few like amazing ones. Mm. I mean, like the Roosters do. You seem doing pretty. They they're doing pretty well. I think you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I think Dragons have done pretty well, like subtle as well. Yeah. Um, in the past, but there's been some fucking horrible ones along the way. Um, <clears throat> like the Neapolitan fucking ice cream manly one for one. Um, Worst I mean, I'll ever. Fucking, I'll, I'll <coughs> I'll smite. I'll smite. Uh, you know, where where smiting is fucking warranted, I will smite. Um, <clears throat> and this one was just wasn't wasn't horrible. Wasn't good just you know pretty mid sort of standard anzac offering they said they collaborated with the um the adf over the the jersey and everything and uh then until someone sort of just did a probably did a search i saw um frog actually messaged me and he, he did a search and he just searched for like soldiers in front of a helicopter or something on google and literally the first picture that comes up <laughs> is the one that they used the adobe adobe stock photo that they used of uh, U.S. soldiers. Is there <laughs> anything anything more West Tigers than a, a, a quick Google search? Yeah. <laughs> Just, so they so that, that's, they, they trotted out they trotted out the collaboration with the you know the ADF is like to try and cover it up, but there's. There's just nothing. <laughs> there's no. There's no way to do it, and uh, so then they've had to come out, and other club executives went asked. I saw. A, I saw. A, an article and they sort of estimated between like forty to eighty thousand dollars because they've sold they've sold about five hundred I think of these and it's too late in the day to redo new ones for sale. So the they're gonna do 
they're going to redo new ones for the players, and then they're going to be auctioned after the game. Um, and they're not going to be you know, doing a full run of them or whatever. So it's uh, costing them a little, a little bit of money. Honestly, like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get in for like you know the the full on Anzac Day, you know, war celebration stuff. Like um, I'll do the dawn service with the kids and all that sort of thing. But you know, <clears throat> all the extra sort of stuff. I'm not a huge fan of it, but really the biggest crime I think is what, whoever these designers were for the, the Tigers. And I don't know who's the, who's the Tigers Jersey. Steen. 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 So I don't know if this is something that happened at Steeden or if it's something that happened within like the design and marketing at the, at the Tigers. But, um, because Steen could have, well, you know, they could just as easily have said, look, here's a couple of ideas we've got. Do you like any of these? Yeah, sure. Let's go that mm. one. And it could be all, it could be them. I don't know. But <clears> you know who would have signed off on it? Your mate, Chase, mate. <laughs> the counting go. crows, the counting crows lead singer of the NRL. Don't you fucking dare! Oh, You've look. said some offensive shit to me over a fucking number of years now. That is fucking out of line. Hang on, Jay, Jay, <laughs> Jay. Go. I've seen Jay. I've seen the West Tigers six or eight times, and they've never played at grand final. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? This is, yesterday was one of the greatest days of my life. Thanks for bringing me back down to earth, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Look, let's, let's do some fucking Venn diagrams between Justin oh, Pascoe here we go. and the lead singer. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. You should. Um, Justin Pascoe. <laughs> Pascoe 2.0. Oh. Uh, shit hairstyle. Venn diagram, Check. Per- perfect Check. circle. It's a circle, yep. Um Head of a dumpster fire organization. Perfect circle. Has Glenny's heart for life. Perfect circle. I'm, I'm, and have you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? Also, right. su- success has eluded them for decades. <laughs> same. There is no Venn diagram. We're just drawing circles here. Yeah. <laughs> like at the. At, at this guy, it's one why, of those fucking... Why are you doing this? <laughs> I don't understand. It's, it's, you, you got to understand, Glady, we're not doing this. It's just it's just happening. We calls it as we see it. I'm going to create a fucking offshoot podcast. And you know oh, no. Glady's going to fucking... Glady, yeah, I know what it's going to be. You're going to call it the Revenge Podcast. And every episode is going to be a Revenge Podcast. I know, I know how you roll, Glady. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh fuck me! No. Um, so hang on. Who, who actually? What? What's the? What's the chain of command for that jersey to get out? Because and like, and as much as I love kicking the dumb cunt, all Pasco would have seen is a if if he approved anything at all, you would almost assume that he he wouldn't have been involved in the project. He would have checked in on its. Maybe. And I don't, and, and like, Maybe. to be fair, I Surely don't necessarily... he sits in I, on the meeting when someone makes the final decision. Yeah, but he doesn't, no, it, I don't, no, I don't it, think he necessarily, but even if the decision's made and say they're looking at three, three options and he's, he's in there to, to give his input on the final decision, even then I still would, as much as I'd love to kick the guy, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't, while the buck may stop with him, I don't expect him to... Walk know where the, the entire photo design comes through. Process. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where the was this photo taken, process. and what theater of you know what part exactly. of the theater of war? And, like, hang yeah, on, I, hang on. I can tell from the shape of their shirt sleeves that they're not Australian; they're American soldiers. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, don't you guys know well, that the P nine five hundred Blackhawk <laughs> is not an Australian helicopter? I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I reckon he'd struggle to name 
all of the players in the Tigers club, first grade team. So how he's going to pick American soldiers on the fucking on a mock up of a jersey that he would have been viewing, uh, unlikely. But you know, opportunity I, again, missed. I think I, the Tigers could take the you know be the face of the NRL in the states, um, and they've just got ahead of the game with their Memorial Day jersey. But the, I, I would suggest that the issue here it, it doesn't actually point at Pasco himself, probably points at him from a cultural point of view. But that somewhere there, there is somebody that has taken a shortcut or just didn't do their due diligence, and it is probably somebody fairly Some far lazy down. Well, no, it's probably somebody probably from, someone very junior on the totem down pole. the totem pole. That's it. Either and it, in, and it just speaks the, the lack of company. attention to detail that we see everywhere in the organisation in, in the club. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would be very surprised if he was involved in anything other than somebody showing him. This is the design we are going for for the Anzac jersey. Yeah, at, at CEO is... level, that that's not him. How many yeah, do you need in a show bag <laughs> to yeah. give to Harry? To give to Harry, yeah, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah. um, maybe Harry's just, the one that blew the lid off it. He's like, they're not Australian soldiers. It's just it's, cra- it's crazy though. It's just it is just crazy though that like when the club's having a terrible start to the season. Mm. And just the the compounding fuck ups, yeah, that happen. They the media is is fucking going hard that, at the, Pasco though. Like, yeah, the, as the focus hard has as switched. I've seen them go. But it, well, again, Glenn, we discussed that last episode. It's not because it's the moral standpoint to take. You know, Pasco for all his failings, it's not like he's come out and tried to fucking have Jack DeBellin play football. Where was where was the media going against yeah, yeah, the Dragons yeah. when I, that happened? I agree but with you because he generates clicks. Yeah, mm. I agree with you, but it is so blatant. It is so fucking blatant. I just it's it's, and I'm not saying the guy doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying that he's fucking. Yeah, there 100%. is not pitchforks and, and flaming torches. And who knows who they collaborated with at Holsworthy Army Barracks? You know, and who knows what that was? It's oh, look, we've got this, we've got this, and we're going to have some soldiers on the front, in in front of a helicopter. Yeah, although the ADF have have come back and said that no one from Holsworthy Barracks have spoken to the Tigers. Oh, okay, well then that's just bullshit. Yeah, and- that was a lies a cover up lie. But also, yeah, how hard is it to say? How hard is it if they want to literally name a barracks as collaborating? Yeah. How hard is it to say? Listen, can you have you guys got any photos of some guys in front of a helicopter? Mm. Like, Again, or, you this, know, this is the sort of thing that I assume would be outsourced. I, I assume that each club would have a a marketing division that would have an external agency, and any time something like this happens, they go, "Cool, we're going to go to external with a brief, and they're going to come back to us." I reckon it'd be some kid at that agency. Yeah, or, or the or the actually that's what I'm saying, just like Steed or whoever the you know, the jersey manufacturing. They say, listen, we need to we need to do our yeah, Anzac it. Day jersey. Um, do you want to throw us some you know, some concepts to keep in the brand within the branding of the West Tigers, like, you know, the the, the, the core colour scheme and all that sort of shit, you know? Um, yeah, so in keeping the first pitch was prisoners of war being violated, keeping in the theme of the West yep. Tigers. Um, and then they consulted with Holsworthy and realised that Abu Ghraib is, is not yeah. 
in Leichhardt. Yeah. Although some of the fans walk out feeling like they've been waterboarded for 80 minutes. Yeah. What where, what where actually was, was the first design was somebody, you know, screaming out, Infidel, your holes are not worthy. Look at Glennie. Glennie's fucking like 1,000 yards there. I think he's, he's, like, he's literally checked out. He's, he's, pl- he's platooning it. <laughs> <laughs> I can literally see, like, on Skype here, I have to take a photo for people, but I can literally see faded Huey Vietnam-era helicopters on the wall behind him, and I can hear Fortunate Son playing. Seriously, if you <laughs> took a screen grab of Glennie right now, that would be an amazing West Tigers Anzac jersey. <laughs> And I mean, that's a man that that's a man who knows the, knows the definition of sacrifice. <laughs> God help oh. me! It was twenty to nineteen. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you lose by a lot more than that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we would kick. Oh, it was like not, we, <laughs> It was probably twenty to eighteen. It was, and we kicked it was a field fi- goal to well, try and yeah, win the game. Well, it was fifteen. It was fifteen. It was fifteen to nineteen, wasn't it? And can you tell day. me, Doctor, why Brady took the kick? Two has took his intercept. Quality. Look how it all comes together. Why the uh, bloke we've got at fullback should be number six. Spinner, it's been great, guys. Thanks very much for your time. I uh, really appreciate it. That's full time for episode. Well, who's that fuck this is? sitting on the scoreboard? Can you tell me what it means? <laughs> God no one me. knows. They've rehired Tim Sheens. Now previews. No, no. Let's do, let's talk first. The, just an update on the Whiten thing that we spoke about the other night. Uh, the Raiders have offered him reportedly a four-year deal worth four point four million. Just just days after he uh, he he dropped the bombshell saying that he was uh, heading to the open market. Um, <clears throat> No other club is going to offer Jack Whiten $1.1 million a year across four years nope. at his age, at his, you know, current and, you know, like recent performances. And apparently the Eels, Bulldogs, Warriors and Dolphins are all interested with the Dolphins willing to pay over a million. So... Mm-hmm. But he wants to. He said, "I think he said that he, he wants that he wants to. Uh, he wants to play somewhere where he's going to win a premiership, or where he can win a premiership." So, <clears throat> yeah. Thoughts. I think you get it off for four point four million. You may as well fucking take it if money's the thing. Open market. You said open market. So if money's the thing, take it because you're not getting that offer's not going to get beaten. If, Dolphins uh, might come close-ish. Even if money's not the thing, you still take it. If he's even if he was absolutely legitimately honest about saying he, he wants to win a premiership, I don't see too many premierships in in the next four years for the Raiders. If I'm honest, but um, that's yeah. a big chunk of cheese. So yeah, I think he I think he was always going to stay at Canberra, and and this is probably he's got a, a lot of, of he's got a lot of years down there. Yeah. So I just think this is probably a little bit of manager manipulation to try and drive his price up. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's got too many intentions of moving away from Canberra. So where would you say is the ideal destination for him to land? I don't think what? the Dolphins is horrible. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's horrible. I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll walk into the six there and then Katara and Sean O'Sullivan can 
fight it out for the halfback. Yep. Well, do you oh, play? Know, you know, do you play them at seven and fourteen? Exactly. Yes. O'Sullivan's got that seven jersey at the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Barring absolute form, like falling off a cliff. Yeah. That's that's his team now. So. Yeah. Well, until it becomes Jackie's team. But where, where okay. else? You know, it's. Yeah. Look, the Tigers. The Tigers. They definitely need a six. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Sorry. Let, let me rephrase. What situation does he walk into that's best for Jack White? Not necessarily which oh, which team would take fuck, him. Like, well, shit, like Luke Keery retires from CTE. But if we go back to that roosters, thing that, like, that he he needs he needs a strong seven, yeah, a strong organising seven. Where does he go? Penrith. They got a fair organising seven down there. Yeah, the, but but the six isn't going anywhere. No. I was I was being facetious. You know? I think Dolphins is a perfect fit for him yeah. if if he leaves Canberra, which I don't think he will. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'd like to see him go to the Dolphins actually. I mean anything that sort of strengthens them. Yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. And if, and if and if it can be at the expense of weakening Canberra at the same time. Uh-huh. Win win. Win win, baby. Right. Let's get into the uh previews for round six. Sharkies with the bye this week. The first game on Thursday night is the Melbourne Storm taking on the Sydney Roosters. They've done a fair job of scheduling these Thursday night ones. They've mostly been games that kind of are great that week. Yep. Uh, you know, the week that they occur. Um, Storm side, what have we got here? Um, we welcome back uh, Jerome Hughes to the Storm side, and uh, that puts Jonah Pezzett out again. And uh, what have I got? Tarek Sims is coming in on the bench, and I think that's going to be his first appearance for the Storms this season. Um the rooster side. Teddy is out. Obviously, he was. There was no fucking way he was going to pass any sort of a test. Um, White's out. Uh, ben Thomas is on bench. Uh, Manu comes back in. He'll play fullback. And uh, Terrell May onto the bench. Um, right. Who you got, boys? I'm going to have to say the roosters. Yeah, yeah. I think the Storm are the favourites with the bookies, aren't they? But I think I'm, I'm favouring the Roosters myself. Yeah, no, no. Teddy's a big loss, but um, and Hughes is Hughes is back from Melbourne, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. I just I'm still not I'm still not completely sold on where Melbourne are at, and I and the Roosters really didn't miss Teddy. I mean, losing the player in game is kind of the worst scenario. Yep. Rather than going into the game knowing you haven't mm-hmm. got him, but yep. they covered that loss against the team that was you know, on a high. There was a lot of people saying Joey Manu was the best player in the game last year. <laughs> you know, like mm. his his footwork, his size. You know, he's he's a willing and, and capable replacement. I don't, you know, he doesn't he doesn't do all of the things that Teddy does, but he does some things that are very special to, to you know, and unique to him. So, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I'm happy to be proven wrong, but I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm not completely sold on where Melbourne are at. And, um, Only the Roosters are, are, are good last week. I, I think they're like, a, they're underrated how good their form is at the moment too. Mm. The Roosters. Yeah. And you're right, Glenn, Joey Manu was, was amazing when he was involved. And obviously, at fullback, he's going to be a lot more involved. Mm. Yeah, because there were big stretches. There were games last year where you wouldn't hear from him. Um, I think Hughes coming back that finally gives Melbourne those those true both side options. 
Yeah. Because at, at each stage up until now, they've either had Munster out or Hughes out, which limited or or at least concentrated the side of the field they'd be playing to most of the night. And whilst the, you know Pizzi's done a, a serviceable job, Hughes Hughes in with Munster. Uh, I'm going to tip Melbourne. Still a bit of um, battle of the plod in the in the forward packs. Obviously, um, Brandon Smith and Harry Grant is yeah. You know, that's a that's a fair battle. Obviously, you got Letters and and Chris, Christian Welsh, but Liero, Katoa, and Josh King against the Butcher Brothers and yeah, I'm not. I'm not but yeah, this this the the cheese factor in this one. Who who gets the bickies in uh, in his return? They, you know, it's obvious they're very different players. But Grant, you would, I, I feel like Grant has the edge in class. But um, Brandon Smith's the type of guy. If the game's, you know, gritty and you got to scratch and scrape for every, every bit of advantage, Brandon Smith's the guy you want alongside you. So I, I don't think the Roosters um, lose too much with with him in the nine, as opposed to the Storm having Grant. Yep. Friday, early game, Good Friday, and uh, it's the Doggies taking on the Rabbitohs, and uh, this one's happening at Acor Stadium. The Doggy side, what do they got here? Uh, Raymond Fatala Mariners out, uh, Pele and Ockenbor out. Obviously, Ockenbor had <laughs> Mad, a madness in his return. Um, so Harrison Edwards comes in uh, to lock Jaden Tanner to the bench and uh, Jackson Topine to the bench, and. Uh, Corey Waddell somehow starts a game again. The man's got the goat picks. The Rabideau side, Alex Johnson out. Cheekham uh, is out. Tane Milne uh, returns onto the wing and Tabita Tola returns to the front row. And uh, Saluk Fafita moves from the front row to the bench. Johnson have the Johnson's Rabbits, decent, very heavy favourites. Yeah, Johnson on the end of that CS. Um spread to to the left is you know him not being there is is a big out I also put, I also put it to you that the spread to the left from the rabbits is so good that a lot of the time he just has to fall over the line yeah true yeah I take your point um bulldogs will be up um for the contest given you know their win last week but I, I just think I think there's a bit too much class in the rabbits even even without Johnson there um Latrell Cody um, Cook, the way Ilias is is going about his business, I, th- I think there's a bit too many, a few too many options there um, than the Bulldogs are capable of dealing with. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Like yeah, South, I agree. Well. went fairly easy. I, th- I mean, I, the, the, the Cowboys chucked that one in. They chucked it away last week. Yeah, you know, they really did, and they are way nowhere near what they what they showed us last year. Mm. So, uh, and certainly around the way, you know, the sort of form they were around the end of the year. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, i got the Rabbitohs. Take that yep. one fairly comfortably. Uh, the late game, 8 p.m., the Cowboys take on the Dolphins up there at the Abattoir again. Fuck me, it feels like they're getting every game at home like the Storm did last year. Um, <clears throat> the Cowboys side, they welcome back Scott Drinkwater, which is fucking huge. Huge, yeah. They welcome back Ruben Cotter, also huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan McLean's out. Uh, Heel and Lukey's out. Uh, Chester goes to the bench from fullback and uh, Neem goes from bench to second row. Oh, fuck, there you go. Jet ski plays for the Cowboys now. He's in the 19. How about that? (laughs) 
wonder what happened to him after he failed to even perform at the fucking Dragons. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Dolphin side. Bostock is out. Milford is out. Uh, Teague is out. Edric Lee comes in. Cody Nikarima comes to 5'8", and uh, Donahoe to the bench. And uh, Katoa goes from 5'8 to halfback, foreshadowing his future when Jack White comes into the <laughs> <laughs> Um This one, the Cowboys, very heavy favourites, almost or to the exact same extent that the South Sydney Rabbitohs were in the previous game. So, Yeah. Big outsiders, the Dolphins. Drink water is, is massive. Um, for, and look, the Cowboys, the Cowboys weren't humming when he was there. But I think that him coming back is going to get them on the road a lot more than they, than we've seen recently. Yeah, I agree. I said the said the other night that you know Marshall King now has you know takes on even greater responsibility within this Dolphins side to um, and probably change up the way that they were playing a little bit. The onus is really on him um, yep. to get control of the ruck and, and really control the tempo. Um, that they are going to be comfortable playing at. I'm, I'm really not convinced on a Nikarima Katoa halves pairing. Willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, but compared to, I'm D- willing to Dean say it's going Townsend, to be better than it's going to be better than Milford. Yeah. plus anybody though, I think. Correct. Um, the Lee brothers in centre and wing. Mum's got some splaining to do, but, um, but there is. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Branko Lee and Edric Lee. Their similarity, that they're brothers. They're cousins. I oh, know he said brothers though. That was oh, a joke. Okay. Fucking Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. <sighs> Look at the end of the day, Rewind. it's Let's always do it no, no. It's it's good because you know. I was sorry. My de- my default is when he's racist. So I thought he was just you know. Wow. Well, it's uh, like his, it's unfortunate. He's delve into. You know, African American culture is is the Counting Crows, who turned out to be a white guy with dreadlocks. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Uh, Cowboys thirteen plus. Yes, agree. Yeah, yeah, and re- regrettably, I mean that Sean O'Sullivan thing, just one of those unfortunate things that happened and it's just the, you know exposed the, the lack of halves depth that the Dolphins have I mean it's, the, it's really the one part of the of their lineup where they couldn't really sustain injuries yep and um, like you know they've got, they've got some forwards to cover and you know they can sort of you know cobble some outside backs together if they have to as well but just O'Sullivan's just so fucking critical yeah and um, yeah look I just hope they get down to you know you get guys like um, Ray Stone and Tom Gilbert just uh, you know trying to be the guys Yep. And, uh, you know. The Panthers take on the Mighty Manly Seeves Eagles on Saturday afternoon at uh, Blue Bet Stadium. The Panthers have got some huge outs for this game. Um, dare, dare I say, two critical outs with uh, James Fisher-Harris out and Tyrone Peachy, <laughs> who, uh, who who drops off the non-playing bench to um, the non-playing bench. How do yep. people um, take this show seriously, really? <laughs> <laughs> What are people? Uh, no, please. No one takes this shit seriously, me. man. Explain to me why people keep it's going not, back people for don't. this shit. There's four <laughs> listeners. One of them's Aaron Ma, and we've just kept it going this long, so you get free tickets to shit. <laughs> well, well done. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, thanks for Jay explaining that. I'll the take it on board. The, the show's the show's paid for itself now, and uh, as a result, this is the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Ironic uh, that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you write that? That's beautiful, Jay. <laughs> oh, I. You know what? I think it's okay if I just take other music that other people have done, uh, <laughs> say it in my voice. <laughs> And and just take all that credit as if I did oh, it myself. Oh fuck! We're back here again. This is a, this is this has been a, a a fucking brutal episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I couldn't care less because I guarantee you so though, good. if we can be fucked doing Twillies ever again, this would be the episode. <laughs> can we can we name this name this episode? Vote for me for the Twillies. <laughs> Twilly, Twilly's to 2023 episode of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, the manly side. I have uh, actually some legitimate outs uh, with uh, Chris and Tui Pilotu, uh and Ben Turbo injured. Cooper Johns drops out because they welcome back Josh Schuster, which is a great in. Uh, Jason Saab and Carl Lawton into the side as well. And Saab is, if there's ever a telltale sign that Flano's on the coaching staff... <laughs> You take a man that fucked himself up at the end of last season, wasn't due back until estimates round 10 to 12 this season, got his clearance last week, which was considered to be remarkably early and still looking about round eight to come back. And then he's coming back for round six. Flano's strength and conditioning and recovery protocols are just, they're just the test. Now, I think I think we'd just like to keep this one relatively close. I hate playing Penrith so early in the season, especially when they're trying to to build with you know new coaching staff and you know trying to change the way they play a little bit, trying to change the way Tommy plays. And I just I wish I wish they'd sort of get the game sort of in the last you know like after Origin or something like that. But um, Panthers start they're starting to hit their straps. I mean, although it was just Canberra last week. Uh, Manly, I mean, hopefully, wake up call last week was like the you know the wake up call they needed, the loss they had to have, as I said. Um, but man, I don't know if they're going to get up though. Even my most optimistic. Uh look, it it's one hundred percent the time to get Penrith, and the way the way they do that, I think it's about a fortnight too late. Nah, the way the way there they, was a time, the, the way yeah. you do that is through the forwards. As yeah. in, there's no fish. There's no Martin. It is absolutely the time if the Manly forwards can get up for this one, and they've been going great yeah. guns. Yeah. So where the fuck is Liam Martin though? He's taking longer than he's supposed to be, right? Yeah, I know. Um, Penrith don't have Flano on and, the coaching stuff. No, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Pokies don't quite have the restorative powers of vitamin S. <laughs> um. And again, while they're while they're still in that, well, hang on. What what are we doing with our hooker stage? Sunny back. Look, that's I, huge for him that he's back. I I want Sunny back to be huge, but yeah. I need I need Sunny to play decent minutes for it to be huge. Yeah, and that's and that's not his call. I mean, it's not like he's getting and he's not getting hooked because he's shit. Exactly. He's just not getting on until you know. Exactly. A lot so of minutes my, have elapsed. My worry is that we have fucking closet Aaron Woods in Eisenhuth. In the forwards, who like want to swap? Well, you know, with Woodsy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aldi Aaron Woods that means he's not as Woods as. <laughs> um, but we are vulnerable in the middle third. 
and not not in terms of, of just running in easy metres, but late in each half, those guys start turning into fucking turnstiles. Um, yeah, yeah and the better. other thing I worry about is with our outside backs as well, like with Saab coming in, it looks like he's going to come in on our on our right wing, so like replacing where, where Tu Pelotu was, which is the opposite side that he usually plays, and then he's got a cover for Morgan Harper, and those two together defending weren't, weren't fucking great, and yeah. And Harper played really well after the Pride debacle. He was one. He he uh, he was actually one of the better players over there on that side. But you know by himself and Saab actually until his injury after Origin, he was fucking great too. Mm. Like he probably played some of his career games in that yeah. in that stretch as well. Yep. But together and with Saab having you know a number of months out, you know it's a bit dodgy. Yeah. No, I think Penrith get this one narrowly. Yeah. Look narrowly in round six. I'll take. But uh, we shall see. The uh, Glenn, did you have a say on any of that? Uh, <clears throat> I reckon Penrith can put a fifty burger on Manly. Do you know what I, honestly, do you know what I reckon this game comes down to? Is handling, because both sides have been guilty of being below where they need to be in that regard. So if one of them can turn that corner and have a high completion rate in this game, I reckon that'll be enough. There's enough skill across the park. Okay, the Broncos take on the Raiders. Suncorp Stadium. Broncos side, no changes whatsoever. The Raiders side. Harley Smith Shields is out. Frawley's out. They welcome back Jared Croker. Old teary eyes. My gosh, when is the last time that he played a game for them? This Mag- is his. This Mag- is his resumption. Last year. This is his first. This is his first um game this year though, right? Yeah. Isn't it? It is. Yeah. And uh, Brad Schneider comes in at five eighth. Uh, Corey Harawir and Naira moves from lock to the bench. Horsberg moves from the bench to lock. And we'll get the big red machine on there just to start some shit early. Unsettled Reese Walsh, drag him around by his eyelashes. <laughs> Broncos, um, heavy favourites. Fuck, you want to talk uh, about 50 as, as, I run, as I run the rule over it, they are the heaviest favourites of the round. Canberra had uh, 50 put on them last week. And um, the Broncos at home, off the back of that, could be uh, a similar scoreline. Mm. Broncos are a team that are actually playing more towards their potential at the moment. Mm. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Another. It's going to be another week. Another week gutted day out for the Raiders family. Yeah. You know what I'd be happy with? I'd be happy if other teams started opting that, co-opting that. As in, it's not just not just Jamin, and not even not just Penrith. Yeah. But fuck, I hope that other teams, as they put fifty on the Raiders. Start calling them weak gutted dogs, and that just becomes the norm for them. Raiders are being given um, fifteen point five start, and I I think that the Broncos. I think if you wanted to bet the line, I think the That's Broncos generous, probably eh? cover that. Fucking yeah. hell, there's a lot, and it's, and like there's some there's some other um, games with heavy favourites, but like we go back, we look at the Cowboys versus Dolphins, for example. They're getting ten and a half. Yeah. So um, yeah. Look, I think Broncos are going to win easily, especially Suncorp, and they've got a very generous draw this season with you know in terms of games where they don't have to travel far. And um, yeah, that's that's I think that's going to be part of the thing that's going to keep them successful, even you know if and when they have a dip. Yeah, the fact that they're not doing a hell of a lot of traveling this season anyway, Correct. and another home game, Raiders in disarray. Yeah, and I don't think that uh, Brad Schneider is the one that saves them. I no. agree with that. Titans. Take on the Dragons. This one is happening down at Hope Solo Coliseum at Ravenna. The Titans side. 
Brimson out. Kieran Foran out. In comes Sexy Boy. And uh, the lesser, the Aldi, Payne Haas to the bench. And uh, Jaden Campbell's coming from the bench, and he is going to be starting at fullback. The Dragon side, not a change. Bookie's favoring the Gold Coast Titans slightly. This is um, just a couple of big outs for the, for the Titans. No Brimson, no Forum. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm almost favouring the Dragons. I mean, I don't know if yeah. they've they've earned my trust in terms of consistency, but they've demonstrated that they've got the ability to put it on a side when they're not at you know when they're not at their best. And one of the sides they put it on was well, it was the Titans a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, was it round two. That's it. Yeah, that's weird. That we're yeah, they um, smash them. So Jaden Campbell is you know fitting replacement or, you know, different style of player to, to Brimson. But um, his class adds, uh, you know, that, that element to, to the Titans' attack. I um, I just think back, off the back of what the, the Dragons showed last week, I'm prepared to, mm. to tip them to beat the Titans, but I don't think it'll be a blowout. I, th- I think with a lack of organisation the Titans have, it will be a blowout. Defense has never been their strong suit this year. And the difference between the Titans this year and the Titans last year is the addition of you know, Kieran Foran. Yeah. Mm. And and the, the beast mode play of, uh, of Mo Fodawaka as well. But, yeah, um, true. But he, again, he was great in losses last year. Yeah. Yeah. And and they've had, like even the, the game they beat Melbourne in, it wasn't that they knuckled down and defended their try line like their lives depended on it and this. It was a fucking shootout. Yeah. And they, they got through. I think with no... Without the experienced halves in there, they are fucked. And wow. the, the best thing about the Dragons this year is that they have absolutely zero understanding of the quality of players they have on their team. That, that like The Dragons at the moment are the one shining example I've ever seen of kids being told that they're special all the time and being given participation trophies because they don't know what a fucking dumpster fire their club is, and it seems to be working for them. So, so you say that they're, they're, playing, they're brilliant play off the back of ignorance. Exactly. That's a sentiment I can get behind when it comes to the Dragons. And I mean, that's all, and that's also fairly, you know, indicative of their fan base as well. Yeah. Although I made, well, you know, I'll well, skull, I mean. It's fairly obvious that their entire fan base is a pack of cunts. Well, I was just saying that, the, you know, just ignorance, like, you know, in terms of being, you know, clan members and whatnot. Right. And cunts. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, again, Without Glenn, for, for the second time tonight, Venn diagram, perfect circle. <laughs> <laughs> the Knights take on the Warriors Sunday evening, and uh, this one's happening in Newcastle. And the Newcastle Knights side, Tyson Gamble is out if, uh, due to the concussion he suffered uh, last time. Glennie's mate, Kurt Mann, comes in to the bench. They're going to roll with uh, Crossland at six to start. The Warriors side, Volkman is out. Uh, Nukore is out. Tamari Martin returns at 5'8". Torhu Harris returns at lock, so some big ins. Um, Jazz Tavanga goes to the bench. Bailey Sirinan goes off the bench to the second row. And this one, narrowly in favour of the uh, Warriors, according to the bookies. And uh, look, I think the Warriors, if they show, if they show us again what they did last week, and what they've shown us most weeks this season, I'm prepared to back them in. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll be tipping the Warriors. Um, Knights, you know, the draw last week, they, you know, they did well enough to, to get themselves back into the game. Um, but the Warriors coming back from 20 nil down uh, to yeah. win it and the way that they won it and the emotion of that. I think and they did, it, and they did it without a sim bin as well. I mean, like yeah. they had, there was the Finucane went to the bin at, at one point, but I mean, that wasn't the, like that wasn't a turning point in the match or whatever. That was just a continuation of the surge of the Warriors anyway. Yeah. You know? Adam, uh, Adam Fanua Blake breaks into the clear from 25 out. Lockie Miller, last line of defence. Ends up in the third row. Oh, yep. We're clapping Please. him as he goes over to score the so, try. Lockie Miller takes up a part-time job selling hot dogs on the hill just until just long enough for Adam to score his try and then he slips back down onto the field. Well, Lockie Miller, he just fades he just fades back over the dead lo- dead ball line, pulls a whistle out of nowhere and uh and, 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 and points to the spot. Try. <laughs> 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 um Let's go on Warriors on that one, hey? Yep. Yep. And finally, if you wanted any other evidence that um that the God isn't real, West Tigers <laughs> take on the Parramatta Eels <laughs> on uh, Easter Monday. And the West Tigers side this week, let's see what we've got. Wakeham's out. Uh, Matamua is out. Brent Naden comes in. That's a good one. Yes. And uh, Joe Overhang-Goway to the He's bench. He's our best player. Yes, so now we got then. Then it's not just the ins and outs here; it's changes as well. Dewey, his time at fullback is over. He moves to five eighth. Charlie Staines' his time at the wing is over. He moves to fullback. <laughs> uh, Kapoa goes from centre to wing, and Alex Twile goes from front row to bench, and Stefano goes from bench to front row. I don't hate that one. Um, that is literally the metaphor of what is it? Shifting the the deck chairs on the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Parramatta Eel side. Wunga Blake is out. Bailey Simonson's out. Matt Dory's out. Sean Russell comes back in the centre. Hayes Dunster to the wing. Uh, Sean Lane, the second row. Ryan Madison goes to lock. And Jermaine Hopgood goes to the bench. Look, fitting. To anoint a winner for this game. Fitting that um, we've been paying, playing like a bunch of dead cunts for fucking five weeks. <laughs> Bottom out. of the table clash. Yeah, with the with the single the single narrow win eels taking on the currently winless West Tigers, this is your chance. You're playing a team around your level. Surely you can beat a team with one win. And these are the teams you need to beat to give yourself, you know, a better position in the to battle for the catapult spin. ourselves up the ladder. I agree with you, mate. So how's it going to happen, Glenny? Well, it's going to happen by the West Tigers scoring Bain? more points than the Parramatta Eels. Um, not many more. Um, this is going to be a close game, and I think the Tigers will endeavour to, you know, you might say that they're on their level. I, I suspect the Tigers are still going to have to drag them down to their level somewhat <laughs> and um, and beat them with experience. Um, Naden, I'm liking him more and more. He's showing commitment to to the jersey, and, and, you know, he gives his all. He's got a mistake in him here and there, but... Um, so with 16 of his mates in Tigers colours. Uh, look, it's fairly obvious what's going to happen in this game, but Tigers, Easter Monday, it's what they do. It's they, they win. Is this the one... Win it for to, Jesus. 
Is this the one to break Appy? As in, just to be such a, a stark... No, no, just a stark reminder. Like, he, he's the team that he got his third ring over. And it was done in such a dominant way. And now to be involved in this shit fight where they'll probably have 50 put on them. Is that his what have I done moment? I'm pretty sure he's had plenty of those already. Don't don't cut yeah, don't okay. sell the bloke short. Fair enough. Um, I, I I think being honest, I think the Tigers going to struggle to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened. I tell you, you talk about happy breaking. <laughs> hey, do you want to know something? First twenty minutes of this show. <laughs> what do you I want just... me to say? <laughs> I just Googled because I was going to try and make a joke about like the third most popular Counting Crows song because I don't know the right. name of it. Oh, so we're still to, here. So I tried to Google the, the thing. And so as I typed in Counting Crows, you know how Google gives you those suggestions? So I got to yeah. Counting Crows. More people Googled Counting Crows songs than Counting Crows tickets. So more people wanted to know who the fuck they were and what they did <laughs> than to buy tickets to the show. Lenny. Tell that to the fucking sold out Palais Theatre last night. Absolutely sold out. Standing room, not even standing room, it was packed to the rafters. So fucking potential fire has. That's what it was. There was that many people in there. <laughs> Tigers 13 plus. Oh, there, I said it. Hey, Glenny, are you aware of like your, the West Tigers action group that's trying to spring up? To sack Pasco? It's no, it's it's like it's not just a sack Pasco. It's like it's to get action, turn his club around. It's unacceptable, you know. Finals haven't been for you know over a decade, and blah blah blah. Mm. Um, Can't believe I wasn't invited. Yeah, they. Uh, it was funny yesterday. Yesterday, uh, I assume it's the I assume it's the the guy that started it up, and uh, and he he put it out there on Twitter that you know. Are there any creative art people that support the West Tigers? Uh, we want a logo slash emblem for the West Tigers action group. Mm. And uh, Clevo replied with the Tigers in decline t-shirt design. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy replied to him and said, you don't want a negative word like decline in a logo that aims to give hope. Just my two cents. <laughs> like just completely missed the fucking piss day. Like, uh, oh, mate, yeah. like uh, mate, mate, um, this, this hope you speak of, is it in the room with us right now? <laughs> <laughs> Show us oh. on the doll where hope touched you. <laughs> so that's not something you you haven't you haven't joined their Facebook group or anything? No, sir. I think they could benefit from the um you know, like the prominence, you know, like someone who's who's yeah, got a lot of ears on a very successful is, podcast. Is there a is there a West Tigers Facebook action group? I think that's where I think that's where it lives. Oh, let's find that. West Tigers Action Group, I think they're, they're, they're that calling would, it. That would be terrible if lots of people from the Twill Nation Facebook group joined that. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's, it's it's all, you know, but when you're dealing with, you know, difficult decisions that need to be made and, and thinking outside the box, who better than, than to make these suggestions than people that aren't invested in the West Tigers? Thank you. I mean, you want the neutral viewpoint. It's the second result, West Tigers Supporters Club, then West Tigers Action Group. Fucking enter. Here we do go. To, do you have to answer a questionnaire to get in? Five hundred and ninety-five members. Whoa, that's that's uh, that's five hundred and thirty-five more than they sold of their um, Anzac American soldier jerseys. Memorial a Day group, 
a group of dedicated Fourth members <laughs> and supporters <laughs> who want to actively, in brackets, and peacefully play a part in helping the West Tigers become a force within the NRL. We acknowledge that certain changes need to be made within the organisation and we will help to facilitate those changes. Fucking How the fuck are outsiders... Tell me you are going to have no influence whatsoever without telling me you're going to have no influence whatsoever. Without the ability to facilitate fucking a sausage sizzle outside the club. <laughs> There's something I'd get behind. I'd fucking go down there and have sausage on bread. Oh, there we are. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you can get that from Bunnings any weekend. <laughs> I mean, they gave us a special, special fucking like a tiger recipe, Robbie Farris special sausages. Burnt schnitzel, okay. fucking sizzle, and the per- the person that started it. The secret all, ingredient is coal. All, all of the jobs, all of the jobs on their Facebook profile say former. So basically, they're unemployed and have nothing else to do. <laughs> Does anyone say former West Tigers player? <laughs> is Dane Laurie in there? <laughs> Dane Laurie's in the in the Penrith Action Group. <laughs> Didn't he what? And oh, the Selwyn Combo so Appreciation are. Society so group. So they're the action group that is angry Tigers fans plot Easter Monday protests. Oh, oh. well, is, is it? I think I saw something flash past on Twitter today. Is that the one where they're talking about, like, I don't know when, but they're sort of going to turn around and turn their backs to the game or some shit? Is that, yeah, is that the. Because in a stadium of thousands. 595 randomly distributed people doing that will be a fucking amazing and can I tell you it's not just a stadium of thousands they're playing at Acor where there's going to be fucking 80,000 empty seats (laughs) why are all those seats turning their backs these poor fucks are the West Tigers of action groups (laughs) (laughs) oh that is the most hurtful thing you've ever said but it's so accurate if that's not, and if, that's, and if that's the thing the that cuts the most. On, if, <laughs> if, that's, if, if that's not, if that's not the the statement to to end the previews on, I don't, I don't know what is. Oh, I mean, so good. Oh, Glenny, <laughs> you can put you a can fucking bond. ribbon on it. He goes, my kids won't even come with me to watch games anymore. That's just oh. bad parenting. I mean, Glenny's oh. in that same boat, though. I mean, his kids don't you know, hey, come watch my, games if they're playing the Broncos. Kid, yeah, I was going to say, my kid went to <laughs> watch the game with me last week. I fucking yeah. regret it wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like, you know, it's like some, some people have to bribe their kids to, you know, with, you know, with a, you know, a, a, you know, chocolates or, you know, some fucking lollies, you know, or go to Macca's on the way, on the way home. But I mean, your kids, they'll go to the games because they know that they've got a 90 minute free pass to shit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Come on. It's game time. Let's get ready to play two kids, one dad. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. All right. That's it for episode five, 509. Let's, put, let's, let's let, let you go and cry this one off. <laughs> in, the, in the solitude of his own house, uh, where we don't have to see it. No um, fucking tears from here. Bet, I'm still on bet, a fucking high, even having to deal with you cunts for over an hour. 
regretting not letting your sister take your spot now, Glenny Arch. Nope. No. <laughs> but now we've inexorably linked linked the it. West Tigers twenty twenty three with Cannon Crows. <laughs> Thus every time you, you listen to Cannon Crows, you gotta think about the West Tigers and how bad it makes you feel. And it's basically ruined two things that you love. <laughs> <laughs> well Tigers are already ruined, I don't understand. That's true. That's true. Okay, well they're gonna um they're gonna give the old ninety nine Maggies a, a nudge and that's probably the point where you really get upset. Yeah. How fucking lucky are they that they didn't get the Dolphins pre-injury crisis? Yeah, the Dolphins that did bank a few good wins, though. I'm not sure the West Tigers are going to overhaul their current total. Well, I still uh, think the Dolphins beat them with the side they put out this week. <laughs> You're probably right. I mean, because... So look at that, Glenny. <laughs> I don't know what Madge is doing these days, but I can tell you right now, the fucking Dolphins are always in a fucking game. So the, the Titans, the Knights, you got the Eels, then you've got Manly... Uh, then ironically, your Eagles will manly, come Manly is the, is, the, as... is the jersey game. <laughs> so we can, so if you could, if you had a left the, new, the American soldiers and shit on your on your jersey, I mean, we could have made that your nine eleven in April. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hang send on, the so two, then... send the twin towers, fucking Hamoli and <laughs> Kelma. <laughs> then, then you've got you've got the dragons. Well, why are we still doing this? We already you said we were signing off, Nathan. We're still going. People it. listen to this show for a reason, and this episode has been more full of that reason than any I can remember in recent <laughs> history. <laughs> oh, hang on, that's that's not their proper fucking draw. That's just their home game. So you got other games to lose in between then. <laughs> fucking hell! Four of the eight teams you play twice, oh, even on their own home page, they're making excuses. Four of the eight teams we play twice made the finals last season. Oh, who cares? Cowboys, Storm, Rabbitohs, and Raiders. There yeah, you go. so we've got Para, Manly, Penrith, Dragons, <laughs> South. So we'll, we'll kill the Dragons. Um, we may struggle to be um, victorious in those other games. Um, but it's a long season, Glenny. Plenty of chances to win. Uh, yeah, you've got 24, what is it, 24, 25 chances to win? I mean, you'll probably only have like 10 or 12 after that point, but... Who do you get over Origin? Because you won't have anyone out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Please be the Warriors. Hang on. Um, so <laughs> then, so we've got Dragons, South, Cowboys, and the Raiders. Should win that. Titans, fucking kill them. Storm. Uh, that will be a challenge that we'll have to be up for. Uh, the Cowboys again. We always beat the Cowboys. Said that for fucking many years. Um, sharks, fuck me. Knights should, should beat them again. Hasto um, revenge game. Fuck off. Again, you will. well they beat us fucking three weeks ago. Try and keep up. Um, dragons again. <laughs> it's another win. So we'll probably win two games. Uh, then back to South. Uh, we're into July now. Raiders, they're fucking woeful. Um, August. Yeah, into but August we've got the Warriors. Oh fuck! August is going to be fun. Warriors, <laughs> Dolphins, Roosters, and Manly again. Oh, Manly's the first. Is Manly the final? Is that the final, final round, game. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of flying down to that one. Uh, good. Have fun with that. It's awesome. Come down with me. Nope. We'll have a great time. Nope. On Fuck the hill you. of Brookie. No, you and I together, I never have a great time, ever. It won't just be It won't be you and I together. I'll get Jonesy along It'll as well. It'll be fucking listy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be fucking brilliant. Can't wait. Right. 
So that's it, 509, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, as always. Head it to the There's no other forth. games past round 27. So I don't know where the rest of our wins come from. Let's have to update this draw. <laughs> I've got two wins against the Dragons. That's Fuck, it. That's not, enough, that's not enough to overcome the current Dolphins total. <laughs> the Dolphins have got got a buy to come as well. Yeah. So they've got eight points, or, they got eight points already, <sighs> essentially. <sighs> As always, thisweekinleague.com forward slash links to get links to our social communities, Facebook group, um, and so on and so forth. I've um, I've been trying to put my mind towards the next batches of merch, the mid-year drop for the Patreon um, subscribers, but also like putting out some winter stuff, you know, run the hoodies out again. And uh, so oh. if anyone's got any ideas. How on, good are uh, Twill Nation hoodies? They are, they are the best, and I'll, I'll run out the green ones again and the black ones, the, the original ones, if there's any other variations or whatever. Tell you, I'll, I have I'll some, I'll... someone in this house yep. that is super excited about busting out her limited, limited edition one-of-one one pink hoodie. Yeah, well, it's one of one of two because Sorry, I've got one, one of the pink one in here as well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, they look they look fucking good in pink. They do. They're legit. So if you know, if, if any you know, if any listeners want a, want a pink one, can be arranged. And I mean, like, well, I mean, really, I mean, the, the that style of hoodie that we use has about probably fifteen color variations, and yeah. you know, we could yeah, just as easily subject to numbers. Yeah, subject to numbers, bust it, bust that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, try and look at the, you know, maybe some slack suit pants for the uh, <laughs> for the winter ahead. Nice. So uh, I just I've sent I sent the email today to our uh, our print guys to say, listen, here's the here's the pants. What are, what are my options as far as printable area size and so forth? So, Fuck yeah. so we'll see. I tell you, our uh, that the dude in America, the assholes live forever. Ever guy's gone mainstream. Yeah. So there's a hole in the market. There is. There is. We got to. Uh... Oh no. Well, that's that's more like trust sort of area right there. Yeah. That's yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's that shirts that go hard Twitter account. That's fucking hilarious, some of those shirts. Yeah, that's a goal to get on there, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so if anyone has any any uh, any ideas um, or anything that they'd like to see personally, then I am all ears because uh, the hoodies are certainly going to happen and I'm going to actually get them happening probably over the next fortnight so that we've got them in time for hoodie season. Yep. And um, and yeah, let me Fuck know. yeah, nice. All right, that's it. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, Glennie. I know you must be tired after your journey. Yes, and just the, and just the adrenaline dump of it all as well. It's a very exciting time for you. Thank so. you for sponsoring the show, Aaron Ma. <laughs> exactly. Look, I'd love to say I've enjoyed myself, but fuck you guys. Oof, ouch. What are you doing on Easter Monday, Glennie? Uh, Apart from I'll, eating your Easter eggs, I will be shoveling Easter eggs into my face. Um, I reckon we could do a game companion. Second that's half. what I. That's that's why I was asking you. I think, yeah. Would you like I to know. shove some Easter eggs in your face while we watch the West Tigers cop fifty? Yeah, what we do. It? Um, it kicks off later in the day, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Uh, we do have some visitors coming over. They're coming in the morning. And, um, should probably be able to usher them out the door by kickoff. <laughs> they don't want to see. They don't want to see that. Nope. And Nick, and Nick will probably be giving them the hints anyway. Like you don't want to be here for this. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is this is your deadline. Hook it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done. 
All right. Lovely. Well, look forward to that then as well. And uh, I guess I'll chat to you on uh, Monday. Nice one. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.